You're tuned into the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full time in real estate and share with you real life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real life goals. Here we go. Episode 20 of the It's Real podcast. I'm Andrew Yagi, and I'm a real estate agent. Hi, I'm Kayla Callender, and I'm a mortgage loan officer. And Kayla, we have a very special guest with us today. Paige, I'll let you introduce yourself. Uh, Paige Danner here. I've been a licensed real estate agent for about nine years now. Uh, But just within the last three years, got into flipping houses with Bold Property Group. And that's what sorry. Awesome. Welcome, Paige. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're really excited because um, Kayla and Paige, I get a lot of people asking me all the time, you know, especially as, you know, the stock market's maybe been a little bit, you know, less certain or the economy in general. Hey, a lot of people come in, hey, I want to be an investor. I want to have rental properties. Mm-hmm. I want to do a flip. Everybody loves to watch HGTV, right? Yeah. And uh, and hey, how can how can I dive into this. So we're really excited to kind of tackle that. Um, and maybe just as a setup, Kayla and Paige, you guys had known each other for quite a while because you used to work in the Fargo market, correct, Paige? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's correct. Way back when. When was the last time you were in Fargo, Paige, or that you worked in Fargo? Ooh, that It's been about seven years ago. Um, so, yeah. So I moved out here in 20, 2016, uh, moved to Bismarck. So nice. Yeah, yeah. You don't put her on the on the spot like that, Kayla. <laughs> oh, what did she ask? I said, yeah. "What do you like better, Bismarck or Fargo?" <laughs> <laughs> they both have their uh, pros. Lots of pros and cons to both. <laughs> I, love like? it. I love it. Well, we're glad that you're here. So yeah. Thanks. So- so we've been trying to connect for a little while, and, and I have to apologize because obviously my schedule's maybe been a little little bit crazier. But Kayla, already episode 20 of our podcast, and it's you been almost it. as many days, actually 22 days since we had our, our last episode. So we've been uh, a little inconsistent, but hopefully as summer kind of yeah. winds down, we'll have uh, – you know, a, a little bit more time, you know, to be consistent. Cause I know people have been, have been missing us. At least that's what my mom tells me. Aww. But uh, you know, before we maybe break into this a little bit, Kayla, what, what are you seeing out there? Because a lot of people again are, are asking, you know, what's the market doing? Where are we going? What are, you know, what are rates doing? And is there any relief in sight? You know, right now, um, if you, you know, you're on mortgagenewsdaily.com and you you guys know that I love this site. And Andy, um, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the 729 for a 30 year fix. But do you guys see what's happened here? If you scroll down, you see that nice little chart there. Um, In the last week or so, we saw rates really climb for a bit. They were at, was it 25 year highs, you guys? They were climbing. Um, So they've leveled off a little bit in the last, you know, basically 48 hours, they've come down just a smidge, but we're seeing a lot of pressure. We're seeing, you know, we might see one more rate hike this year. That could mean higher interest rates. It really could. So for, for mortgages. So right now you'll see it right here. This is again, national averages, right? You know, your bank might be under seven. Um, I always, always stay, if you're shopping, looking at rates, make sure you're looking at what the fees are because, you know, you might see 7.29, 
but someone's at six and a half charging you 13 grand. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but you can kind of see estimates here. And, you know, we're seeing inventory a little bit better in my area. I'm hoping that we continue to see some, you know, pop up. But until then, I think we're going to see it get worse before it gets better in 2024. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of the total opposite of you know what the Mortgage Bankers Association was predicting, and even like a month or so ago, you know, we were looking at better numbers. But again, um, well, we are where we are, and I would agree. You know, maybe a little bit more inventory. Although Kayla and Paige, I feel like you know we're seeing a little bit uh, of early seasonality. You know, things mm -hmm. maybe slow a little bit. I mean, I'm still seeing some multiple offers, but it's a little bit more rare now. Mm -hmm. What about in the Bismarck market, Paige? Yeah, so a uh, different market than what we saw three, four months ago, um, just due to these last rate hikes. And of course, with kids starting school this, uh, this um, just this last month, uh, things have slowed down with that too. But with that being said, in the last week or two, um, things have started a little bit, picking up a little bit more. Um, inventory here is still in a seller's market, which is great. I think buyers are starting to... Um, realize that rates are not going to go down anytime soon, even though they still want to buy a house. It's not stopping them from buying a house. Um, the The market that I'm seeing some, some leg in is the second time, third time, fourth time home buyer markets because mm -hmm. they don't want to sell their house with their low interest rate that they have when the market has increased, but yet the interest rates have increased with that where they're going to be getting the same house for the same cost or, or you know, sure. for a higher cost. So they're, they're looking at that and they're like, it's probably not going to be the time to move. So we're mm -hmm. seeing a little bit of lag in that market, but the first time home buyer market, I've, I, I see that mm -hmm. still, you know, pretty crazy. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I think there's just, yeah, there's just a little bit of realization and movement and, um, but overall, I think people are starting to get used to the fact and not being so shocked about, you know, the interest rates going up so high. So, well, it'll be interesting to see mm -hmm. how we uh, finish out the year and what uh, 2024 yeah. has in store. But, yeah. you know, we could sit here and talk about rates and market all day. But really, Paige, we want you to kind of educate us a little bit and, and actually our listeners, um, because again, and Kayla, I don't know if you get many people asking you, but I get a tremendous you know, number of questions uh, about, you know, rentals, fixes and mm -hmm. flips. And so it was really fun. Uh, I, I did not work in Fargo, but about what was it about two months ago, Paige, where, you know, I've I've worked with your mom, with Lisa on uh, uh, on a number of uh, properties or transactions over in the Breckenridge Wapiton area. And mm -hmm. she was asking me something one day and texted me and said, hey, Andrew, I've got a question. I said, hey, by the way, I said your daughter, you know, works out in Bismarck and uh, with a good friend of mine as well, Derek Brandenburg. And I said, it'd be really fun to connect with her. And, you know, just as I'm kind of the new kid on the block in real estate, kind of learn about this. And as I was doing some contract pilot workout towards Bismarck one day, we were able to connect with lunch, which was really, really awesome, uh, you know, to get to, to meet you and learn a little bit more about your business. So Paige, tell us a little bit about, first of all, fixes and flips. You started as, you know, a real estate agent, kind of like I did and um you know working in the general market with buyers and sellers and so tell us about your evolution uh into the fix and flip market yeah so like i had mentioned um 
I started as a real estate agent uh, just over nine years ago now. Um, it's hard to believe that it's been that long ago. Wow. Um, but was a real estate agent, started building, building a team, um, was in the Fargo market for two years, moved out to uh, Bismarck for love, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so was in the Bismarck market for well, until now. So um, started building Brandenburg crew here in the Bismarck market um, and uh, really grew that and managed agents plus sold 40, 50, 60 homes a year. Um, and quite frankly, just got a little bit burnt out um, from doing that. It's a constant constant, uh, you know, drive and a constant working evenings, weekends. Yeah. And here I wanted to start a family and that just mm -hmm. didn't coincide with, you know, what I was doing for work. So I know I needed to change and I know I was wearing so many hats at that point. Um, and Derek, my Derek Brandenburg, my partner proposed uh, flipping houses in our market. And he started, started solution investments in Fargo, um, about about a year before I started here in Bismarck. So uh, we've been in Bismarck for uh, for about three years now. Um, so uh, he's been in Fargo for about four years doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um, so took his word of advice um, and uh, started going full force in this. And I had a little bit of background in flips and uh, doing my personal properties here and there and saw a huge opportunity here in this market for that as well, um, because there's not too many people that focus in this um, out sure. there. So started this uh, three years ago. Um, and like real estate, it just takes time to get going. Um, a person expects to make, you know, a lot of money doing flips right away. Um, but here I'm sitting three years from now and keep putting money into the business, putting money into the business. And now we're at that point where like, okay, we might be able to start seeing something come through. Um, so there's just a lot of, lot of money and a lot of equity that we have in these projects to start off. And when you want to do a few at a time, it just keeps, you know, adding up those numbers. So, um, so yeah, so now we're up to about holding about 12 flips. Um, which is pretty, pretty incredible. Um, and we and do around three to four flips a month, um, whether that's actual flips or wholesales. Um, and so with wholesales, it's a unique thing that I learned with being in this business too. Um, wholesales are more driven by investors. Um, and so I have a group of investors that take on wholesales from me where I purchase these properties at such a discount where I can resell them to a potential investor and they can still get a deal out of it. Mm -hmm. So that's been a huge opportunity in this market as well. And they're finding that same opportunity in Fargo and Wapaton too. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a pretty incredible market. And so that's why I suggest, you know, if you're looking at getting into these flips, these other investors are going to be your greatest contact um, because they know of some of these. And so, um, yeah. So, so Paige, so you have, you know, Bold Property Group. And, and so mm -hmm. you guys, obviously, you know, you have a, a big focus, a big emphasis 
on on fix and flips you're obviously doing quite a bit of marketing but you know let's say i'm your average person like me like andrew yegi sitting here and hey i want to get in i want to flip a property i've seen hgtv i i think i can do a pretty good job how how do i even get started um so you know a, a mentor is the biggest thing uh Talk to somebody that knows and has done it before, um, because there is there is a few hurdles to do, to go through. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as financing goes, as far as not making sure you're not over flipping a property, that's a huge thing that I run into a lot. Where people treat these homes like it's their house that they're going to be living in, whereas mm -hmm. you're you're not going to want to put granite countertops in a two hundred thousand dollar house. It's just not going to make sense mm -hmm. for the and bottom dollar. Um, so just getting past that point and just having that mentor walk walk you through what to do, what not to do, what pro profit margins to look at, even what banks to talk to as far as this financing goes, because there's many, many banks that are now more familiar with, with what we do, um, that are familiar with the flipping, flipping industry, that you're able to lend out um, with non-traditional financing up to 80%. So you're really only having to provide that 20% down payment when it comes to these, which is, which is really nice. Um, and then, I mean, insurance is a thing. So there's lots of steps that are a little bit different in this market mm -hmm. than the tra traditional owner-occupied home mm -hmm. market. Um, Kayla, on, not to interrupt you, Paige, but Kayla, on the lending side, are, do you do you guys offer products for people who are looking, you know, to do to do flips or investment properties or, you know, what what how do you guys generally approach that? And are there any great programs, you know, that you would have that would be attractive? So here's the thing. I'm a residential lender. A lot of these people that are purchasing these properties are doing it under an LLC or under their business. So truthfully, a lot of loan officers like me, we're not seeing a ton of it. I have a couple right now that, yes, they're buying their first investment home. They're putting about 25% down because the rate is so much better if you do. But it's far and few between. Compared to those ones that are doing multiple a year, they're doing it under their business. They generate a business name. They have a tax ID number and it's done through the business. So in this case, you know, I don't see a ton of it because um, I'm residential. And a lot of these people are creating wealth and establishing these businesses and doing it under them that way. So Paige, are you seeing most people that are doing these flips are doing it under a business or are they doing it under their personal name? Uh, under a business, mm -hmm. about sure. 99% of, yeah. of that. Yep. Just cause Paige, it's such a unique. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned just a little bit ago about over flipping. Have you ever over flipped a property? And, uh, you know, do you, do you have any, I, I think you have some good stories. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe give us, give us a, a quick story or two. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. Um, I have, and I've learned lots of lessons from that and what we've developed and what we've, um, kind of focused on is particular properties that we are willing to flip. Um, so, um, I guess everybody has a different way of going about this and the types of properties that they do want to flip. Um, but really what we, what we strive on is, you know, the 1960s and up type flips. We've 
We've had some flips where it's just paint and carpet. We literally have bought some properties at a discount that just needs some cleaning. Um, but the ones that we put a lot of money into are the older homes, older homes, um, Victorian style homes are so cool and you can make them look beautiful. But those are the ones that are going to cost a really pretty penny um, to get to get flipped. And those are the a lot of the times some flippers strive for because you can get those for really cheap generally. But what's behind the walls sometimes is not really worth how cheap those properties you can buy for because <laughs> uh, there's electrical and plumbing. And so, yeah. so with that page, how do you stay disciplined in your approach? Because, I mean, you know, we look at most everything in life, you know, mm -hmm. lack of discipline is what, mm -hmm. what leads to not great results or, you know, not reaching our goals. So how have you learned just because obviously, and I'm sure, you know, we could talk for hours and you could tell stories about, you know, successes mm -hmm. and failures. How do you stay disciplined? And, and what's your biggest piece of advice, you know, for those looking to flip and discipline? Yeah, so we might have a little bit different mo different business model than um, some uh, some first time flippers because our business approach is we offer on every single property that we walk through, whether that will you know work for the seller or not. We always try to offer some sort of offer that hey, maybe you'll consider this. I know it's low, but see what you can do. Um, so we try to offer on every single property. So. And, and so we buy properties um, from, you know, dirt cheap, really gut jobs uh, to condos to just a couple years old type houses. So um, we bought across the board. But. Can I ask, what is the least amount of money you've ever paid for a property? And what's the most amount of money you've ever paid? Good for question. A <laughs> um, $5,000. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that, I'm guessing was that kind of a rural property, you know, probably off the beaten path a little ways. It, it was a out of town property. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that is one we we bought for five thousand when we ended up selling without having to do much of anything to the place for close to 40. So right. that's what I mean about wholesaling. Yeah. It's a powerful tool that, you know, you can mm -hmm. um, that investors can be a part of and um, and just having those connections with other investors that might know of some of these deals. So, um, so yeah, it's, it was one that I was kind of surprised on that I even got, but um, yeah. <laughs> what about on the, on the upper end? Uh, shoot. Um, probably. Around three, three to three fifty. Sure. I want to say, oh. um, yeah, roughly around that. How many are you purchasing per year on average? You know, what does the year look like? The goal this year was 40. Okay. So 40 homes. What, will, we, you, will you hit your goal or be close? Um, we will be very close. Very okay. close. Um, we have our profit numbers uh, that we're looking to hit. We have our flip numbers. We're going to be hitting our profit numbers, which is great. Um, yeah. And there's and there's properties that we have lost on. Uh, you'll always run into some of those. Um, but just as long as you have more that you make money on. <laughs> and I was going to ask on, on the losing out part two page, you know, because like a market like this, it's a little bit yeah. more challenging seemingly, you know, to find 
those deals or those diamond in the rough. Obviously, you guys and with Bold Property Group, you're obviously doing some active marketing. You have people that are coming to you, um, you know, so you have kind of that that funnel, that that method of lead generation. But are you finding, you know, a market like this where inventory is historically low, that it is a little bit more challenging to go out and find those deals or are you still having uh, an easy time finding those motivated people? Honestly, to my surprise, we're still finding those people, even mm -hmm. with the seller's market, when they know that they can get probably more money on market. Um, and fun fact about the properties that we buy, too, is all of these properties that we have bought have been off market. Wow. They, they haven't been on MLS or anything. Um, so it's people reaching out to us. And, you know, it was a like like you're building a real estate business it takes time to get there um and follow up is always key um mm -hmm. so we have our system to follow up with these people because once they call us there mm -hmm. is a need somewhere it might not be now might not be in a year but in a couple of years they might be looking at something like this so mm -hmm. we have a whole pipeline of people that we follow up with that have called us and reached out to us and now we're starting to see some uh, active referrals to uh, mm -hmm. that people that have worked with us that really enjoyed this easy process that we give them uh, to purchase their house and uh, they refer them off to family friends and uh, and yeah it's it's a great all around relationship and then mm -hmm. we're starting to really get a name good name for ourselves here in the community too so people are being driven by our website that we have and um, and mailers that we send out and we, we have our ways of going about uh, figuring out um, uh, what uh, what real estate listings are out there too. And but we've never purchased a property on the actual MLS, so it, that's why that's why people are looking to sell still out there. And yeah, and pretty incredible. Is it just in Bismarck, Mandan that you guys are doing this? Is there, like how far outside of that area do you go? Uh, so we've gone to Dickinson. Um, and we were pretty active in Dickinson until just a few months ago, um, mm -hmm. found out it's probably in the market we don't want to be in right okay. now. Um, so we've, uh, we've kind of tamed that back and we know the Bismarck Mandan market, like the back of our hands. So we really focused just mm -hmm. on that market. We've bought in, uh, Minot, we've bought in Dickinson, like I said, New Salem, mm -hmm. uh, surrounding towns. Um, but we focus primarily 95% of our business in Bismarck Mandan. Nice. Yeah, and I would say those are, hmm? that those are probably some of the biggest, you know, the, the biggest factor is the market. And, you know, I look especially like where I'm doing business or Paige, like where your mom's doing business, you know, in the Breckenridge Wapiton area, you know, there is less upside potential in our communities than there is in Bismarck or even Kayla in, in your marketplace in the Fargo area, because, uh, you know, again, homes only are going to sell for so much money. Mm -hmm. But still a lot of opportunities, mm -hmm. nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Paige, if you had maybe just a couple of pieces of advice to give, you know, for those out there that, you know, are maybe looking at getting into doing fix and flips or, or wholesale, what 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 sort of advice would you give the average person who doesn't have, you know, this uh, this established business, recognizing that that you were, you know, you started somewhere too? Um, I think the biggest thing is having talking to somebody that has done it before um having that mentor walk you through certain things there's lots of people out there that are willing to help it's just a matter of asking for it it's 
it's pretty incredible that how many people don't, you know, take that next step and actually talking to somebody about this and doing the things. Um, so um, lending is going to be a big thing too. Um, a person's not going to be able to, you know, go out there and offer all cash on a house and expect to, you, you do need some lending, a lending help um, mm -hmm. on some of these, uh, whether it's a line of credit, um, these guidance lines that we we use as well. Um, so having that relationship with the lender is gonna be important too. Um, and also um, if you don't have your real estate license, find a real estate agent <laughs> that to help you with some of, some of these because they know what they're doing. They know what to look for. Um, they, they know the market um, and uh, they know their numbers as well. So um, that's my piece of advice as well. Um, if you don't have your real estate license. Sure. Well, it's been fantastic kind of hearing about, you know, your your journey and kind of what you guys are doing out in Bismarck. Um, Paige, if someone wants to get in touch with you and has questions, maybe they're in the Bismarck Mandan market or just questions about fix and flips, what's a good way to kind of to kind of connect with you guys and, and Bold Property Group? Yeah, absolutely. So um our our email and phone number should be right on that page so you can call me right at that uh 354-3530 number that will link directly to me um and then i got my direct cell phone number uh two uh which is 701-640 wapita number <laughs> three four seven one <laughs> love it um and then, yeah, or you can email us at boldpropertiesnd at gmail.com. Do you guys utilize any, any Instagram or social media handles for what you guys do? I am terrible with handles. <laughs> I So we actually, we have, um, we have a marketing. Okay. Yeah. So that's our page. Uh, we have Bold, our Bold marketing. Property group, Kayla. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Kayla, any final thoughts? You know, I just think a lot of people always have this idea of I want to flip homes. It sounds so easy, but truthfully, I love your advice of have a mentor because I think so many people just go online and search and they don't mm -hmm. take the time to get to know people. So I mean, maybe Paige, you can be a mentor to someone because it sounds like you've had a successful, amazing year, years doing this. And I can see some people reaching out to try to get some advice from you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to do so. It's something I'm very passionate about, so I can spend hours talking about it. So <laughs> please reach out. Well, I hope well, thank, to to you. Thanks yeah. so much for joining us today, Paige. And that was really awesome, uh, you know, to talk a little bit further and learn more about your journey and about Bold Property Group. So mm -hmm. Kayla, Paige, have a great week. I will if you will. Thank you. Thank you.